Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast. Brought to you in association with KPMG, Peter Finnan here as always and delighted to be joined by KPMG brand ambassador Leona Maguire this week. Hey Leona. Hi Pete, thanks for having me. Yeah, not a bother, not a bother. How are you keeping all good? All good, nice to, nice to be home for a couple of weeks after a busy stretch and looking forward to heading back stateside uh, this weekend. Fresh off a trip to Dromoland this morning. That's kind of why we're sitting down the KPMG Women's Irish Open. Obviously, the announcement of the tournament came and now the announcement of your participation. So you're just literally out of the car from playing the, the course down there. What are your thoughts on the venue and, and what you've seen? Yeah, I think it's going to be a fantastic venue. Um, obviously, a lovely hotel there um, overlooking the golf course. Me and Dermot had had a quick scoot around the golf course this morning. Um, they've put a lot of work into the golf course. You can see that. They've, they've invested heavily. The The greens are in really good shape, which I think lots of the girls are going to be happy about. And some really nice holes surrounding the water. And there's going to be plenty of risk-reward, I think, with the golf course. There's some there's some good chance holes. There's some some that you're going to need to strategize a little, little bit on. And... Um, yeah, there's a, there's a good blend there of, of shots, and uh, if we get a day like we did today, hopefully uh, in three four weeks time, we'll we'll all be laughing. It's exciting to look into some like uh, you've been home on and off. I don't know how you do this transatlantic stuff the whole time, but you've been home for different events this year. We've seen it to JP, we've seen the Open Galgorm, and it's exciting to have another Irish event on home soil as well to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a big deal to have a, an Irish Ladies Open back after. 10 years of being away and um, wasn't sure if I was going to play. I, I knew I was going to play in Galgram this year and JP's event and, and the Irish Open Pro-Am in Mount Juliet. So I was I was, I was was guaranteeing on them. And then um, this is kind of a bonus that thankfully I've played well enough throughout the LPGA season that uh, I can miss Arkansas, even though it's our one of our biggest events on, on the schedule. It's it's a hectic run of events. I've, I've five in a row coming up, but nice to, nice to come back and play in, in front of home fans one last time this year. And your form is something that really has allowed you this opportunity to come home and play. Obviously, LPGA is that that's where your focus is this season and getting as high up those CME Globe rankings as possible. Your form to date has really allowed you to drop a tournament as big as that to fit this in. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when the, the dates were announced last December, it, was, it wasn't uh, what I was hoping for, but... Um, yeah, it was always going to be sort of a last-minute decision, depending on how the season went. And um, yeah, thankfully the the summer's gone well. US Open, British Open, and I've sort of got myself into a nice place in the CME, heading into the, the last run of events of the year. And um, I'll be pretty jet lagged. There'll be lots of travel, but um, hopefully we can make it back from Portland in time um, to tee it up on Thursday in Drummond. It's a big obstacle uh, scheduling. Is part of professional golf and sort of traveling over and back to from the Atlantic as you are home and and over in the states. How do you see this event? Like I'd imagine getting a new date for future events is going to be vital for this event to actually kick on. Like you said, it's the first time in ten years we've had a, an Irish Open. Are you involved in that process going forward and chatting to the different tours and trying to find something that will attract not just yourself but more LPGA stars that we can see them again? Yeah, definitely. Scheduling, it's massive. I think I had no input in, in this year's dates, but we have been working behind the scenes with, with the tour and the promoters and, and the venue and everything to try and get maybe a little bit better dates for next year. And it's it's in everyone's best interest. It's maybe nicer to have it in the summer where, where people are, school kids are off, that they can come watch, where the top amateurs haven't gone back to college yet at that point. And 
that's a big thing too. I think for an Irish Open, myself and Lisa had the opportunity to play as amateurs, um, sort of 9, 10, 11, uh, when it was in Killeen Castle and Pomara to, to give top amateurs a chance to get a taste of what it's like to play against some of the best players in Europe and the world. So hopefully we can get a summer date that they'll be able to play next year and um, as well for, for the fans to come out and enjoy it and, and also the best players in the world. Hopefully we can we can get more LPGA players playing next year and you want the best the best of the best showing up for, for an Irish Days Open and, and Irish fans are always great to come out in sports. So you want to, to make their week as, as entertaining as possible for them. It's something you feel... I can tell by you feel really you're you're keen to get involved in the event going forward and try and help with the growth of this event. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like I said, it's been off the schedule for nearly ten years now. I've I've been saying it for the last few years that that we really need one back, and I think it is it is vital for the growth of the game here in Ireland for for the other young girls to to see an event in real life. It's it's different to watching on TV, getting to to see someone hit a drive or hold a putt or get a little smile walking off the green or a golf ball or whatever it is. So. Um, it it was a big part of my journey getting to to play in those those events when I was younger and also getting to to go watch Solheim Cups and and things like that on home soil. So yeah, I hope there's there's huge potential in this this event and hopefully it'll be a really good start this year in Drumoland and we can sort of build on that uh, going forward in the years to come. Can you remember what it felt like to play in your first one as an amateur back there? Like it's 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 a long time ago, but it's not that long ago. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, in ways it seems a while ago and in ways it seems like it was only a couple of months ago. But yeah, I think I played with Laura Davis in 2009 in Port Marnock. Um, she was hitting this two iron way past my driver everywhere, so I was definitely a bit intimidated. And then, uh, yeah, getting to, to play practice round at Suzanne Pedersen in, in 2011 in Castle, that was that was big as well. She played nine holes with us, I think it was on the Tuesday evening or something like that. So that was that was a big deal at the time and she was very gracious with her time and she went on to win the event by, by quite a few. So, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a big part of the journey. I think I had a hole-in-one in, in Colleen in 2011 as well. So that was something that, I I mean, I'll never forget that as well. And, um, yeah, it's, it's always nice to to play in front of the home support. I mean, the crowds, those those years before any sort of 20 by 20 movement or anything like that, the crowds were massive those weeks. So hopefully we can have just as good, if, if not better, um, this year and, and in the years to come. And given the event, like the Women's Irish Open, has supported you as a young amateur, how nice is it now to be in a position to actually give back? Yeah, I think it's, I mean... I love coming home. Um, anytime I get, uh, uh, my heart will always be in Ireland, no matter how, where in the world we're travelling. So it's always nice to have have your own national open. Um, you can see even this week. I'm not in Canada, but seeing even the crowds out following Brooke Henderson this week and how passionate they are about Canadian golf. And I'd like to do something similar for for Irish golf and like to to leave the game, I suppose, better than you found it. And um, you want to sort of an inspiration to, to the younger generations coming up and I think an Irish Open is, is a big part of that I see the, on the giving back side of things you were earlier on the week up in the K Club as well with a whole pile of school kids getting them involved and, and putting on a bit of a clinic for them, you, you really enjoy that don't you, you enjoy seeing like the effect golf has on kids and that really is growing the game yeah, it was great. There was lots of lots of kids up in the K Club and they were very enthusiastic, lots of questions, eager to hit shots and um it wasn't just the parents kinda nudging them to ask a question or uh trying to get them to hit a shot. So yeah, that's always exciting when you get to see them um sort of developing a passion for the game and golf's given me so much. I mean the the memories and the friendships and the places I've got to, to go because of golf never in a million years would I before that. So there was never there was never a player on the LPGA 
an Irish person on the growing up so um nice that I can sort of put a face to that for them and, and obviously Stephanie as well and Olivia coming up through the ranks too so nice that we've got a got a few faces for for the young girls and boys to look up to at the minute how much of that is motivation for you throughout the last couple of years uh, like of, of your career progression that you didn't actually have a Leona Maguire figure to look up to on the LPGA uh when you were growing up Yes, because you don't you don't probably dwell on it too much when you're playing. It's it's kind of more in the aftermath, and you you have little kids maybe doing a school project on you, or sending you letters um, that that arrive to the house of Leona Maguire, the golfer, Cavan, and they arrive to the house and and things like that. I think for me, I'm just trying to do the very best I can. If if people find that inspiring or whatever it is, then then that's an added bonus. And um, I've never been one to sort of love the limelight or be, want to be centre of attention so um, it's not something that I, I actively enjoy doing being being centre of attention but if it means helping out um, a few younger kids helping them develop a little bit of confidence or belief in themselves um, that's that can only be a good thing. We're going to get announcements as well of amateurs that are going to be in the field over the next couple of weeks uh, before the event it's obviously it's a huge thing as an amateur to tee it up in an event like this and what did you learn when you teed it up as an amateur? Because I think you did it three times at least anyway. And that going back, dipping in and out of professional golf as an amateur, even though you were quite young at the time doing it, it must have been a massive learning experience in your career progression. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's huge. I think to get that sort of taste of the pro game, how just even watching and observing what the pros are doing, whether it's in the practice rounds or on the putting green or on the range and um I think standard-wise, when you're an amateur, it, it's not that big of a jump, but I think the pros kind of, sometimes they're a little craftier. You see how, how they make cuts, how they sort of move up a leaderboard, how they plot things out. It's it's sometimes a little bit different. But, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed all my experiences playing in Irish Opens. They were all a little bit different. But, um, yeah, definitely a big part of the journey. And You sort of get that taste, and then you go back and go, okay, next year I'll be that little bit better. You go back, and it kind of gives you an extra sort of pep in your step and um, kind of a little added incentive to, to work hard throughout the winter after playing in that in the summer. You said, like, you're juggling a lot of things. You said you were quite tired after the World Invitation. You come off a lot of golf on that. I know that was in relation to the season as whole, but does being home, a home star like this, it it takes a lot out of you as well. You're coming home. It's going to be a big week. Like we we us mere mortals that play golf rock up to a golf course, go onto the first tee. There's a lot of stuff involved around a home open like this. Are you ready for that? I guess we'll we'll find out. But no, I suppose that was part of the reason to go down this morning to to Drumola. Me and Dermot got a little bit of a look today um, to sort of ease some of the time commitments that we'll have uh, during the week of the Irish Open. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll be, I'll be in sort of last minute, get a quick look around Pro-Am Wednesday and we'll be ready to go. So it's one of those things I'll not be ideally prepped the way I would like to be for, for a pro event, but it's it's one of those things I'll, I'll make the very most of it. I'll give it my very best shot for that week. But um, yeah, I might have to just tweak my preparation for a couple of LPGA events coming up, making sure I'm not absolutely zapped by the time Tremoland <laughs> uh, runs around. Because like, you're going to come into the event, you're obviously going to be one of the favourites for the event. Uh, I know you've often said people can expect whatever they like of you, but it's managing your own expectations coming in, and, and it's, it must be hard to keep that will to win under control when there's that much expectation around you and you feel that from everybody you talk to between now and then. 
Yeah, I think I think it's one of those weeks I'm going to have to be very, very patient and take my chances where I get them. And yeah, like you said, I try not to put too much pressure on myself and want to do so well. So um, yeah, hopefully my game can can be in nice shape, use these these few events to, I mean, I've had two weeks off now, so back to Ohio next week in Toledo and trying to have a few good LPGA events under my belt before that. And um, yeah, we'll see how we are come, come Drumoland in a few weeks' time. You'd like to think as well that this is going to turn into like a mainstay on the LET and who knows if we could get a co-sanctioned event or something in the future, it'd be great. But uh, it really does need to get off, like the, the, the importance of people coming out and actually supporting this event and uh, buying tickets and showing up and bringing kids and highlighting the, the woman's game to as many people as possible. It, it is huge. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was a big part of why I wanted to, to play this year, I wanted to help the event be as big a success as possible. I think it is It is still only coming back after 10 years. KPMG are obviously involved. Ramoland have put a lot of investment into the event and everybody wants to see it do as well as possible. But for that to happen, everybody needs to buy in and, and sort of play their part. So, yeah, hopefully uh, people can come out and support, buy tickets, watch it on TV, whatever it is. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can keep building year after year. And like you said, I mean, the dream scenario would be to have it co-sanctioned with the LPGA, a bit like, where the Scottish is or, or the Galgorm event is so um, yeah I suppose the more people that come out to support the more players that are there the bigger the purse gets it It kind of it all works in sort of circular motion and um, we can get it as as big event possible We're coming near the business end of the season now as well it really is hotting up at the top of those rankings on CME Globe as well how how happy are you with your season to date and I suppose looking into what lies ahead like you're saying you have five weeks coming up it's a tough stretch of golf, isn't it? It is, yeah. There's still, I think we've eight, nine events still left on the schedule. So we're coming near the end, but at the same time, there's still there's still plenty of meat left on the bone. And uh, it's been a long year. I've I've obviously had that win under my belt. I've, those two nice finishes in the US Open and British Open have definitely been, um, that was a goal of mine to do a little bit better in the majors this year. So um, yeah, I'd like to get a few more top tens maybe under my belt before the season's over and try and try and finish as high up that CME as, as I possibly can. Perfect. Well, Leona McGuire, we've taken up enough of your time already. You've uh, just off the course in, in Drumoland. Uh, looking forward to seeing you at the Women's KPMG Women's Irish Open later on this month. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Pete. Right, so there we have it. Hope you enjoyed that little insight with Leona before she heads off on her five-week stint uh, between the States and leading up to the KPMG uh, Women's Irish Open on in Dromolan. So, like we said, it's it's vital that we support this event and get it back on the calendar as part of a yearly LET, hopefully co-sanctioned event in the future. We'll uh, see more of that uh, into the future. So, But if you do want tickets for the event, visit kpmgwomensirishopen.ie. Um, there are season passes, single day tickets. It's free for under 16s. You do need to register for a ticket though, even if you are looking for an under 16 ticket. So log on to the website, get the tickets you need. Uh, the event is on the 22nd to the 25th of September. Thanks as always to Team KPMG for giving us access. And we'll be back with a standard Irish golfer podcast next week. So cheers for tuning in and talk to you all soon.